Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name is Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher and yoga business coach. I am so glad you're here. Enjoy 45 minutes of training for you and your yoga business. Hey everyone, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast for this week. Super exciting training for you today. I am being joined by a colleague of mine and we're talking about three things that you can do outside of social media to welcome new people into your classes. So we're going to be talking about things like press releases, um, uh, responding to journal requests, getting yourself in magazines, newspapers on the radio, some really cool stuff. I know this is a, when I, when I was uh, a part of this training, it was a training that I hosted as a part of my uh, Keep Growing Mastermind, my special high-end uh, mastermind program and we have a guest presenter every month to come and teach us something new on a particular topic and Louise was our guest for June and while she was running the training I was so excited about the things that I could bring into my business so do let me know if you are listening into this and you think huh that's a good idea I'm gonna I'm gonna get that done for me um shoot me a note I want to know what do you think uh, what do you what do you what do you like before we jump into that I wanted to let everybody know that I have just announced yesterday the winner of the full scholarship to Grow Your Yoga Business Round 6, which is currently open for registrations. Congratulations to Carrie Jeff yeah! uh, on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. Um, Carrie is a um, yoga teacher, meditation teacher, hypnobirthing facilitator, jewelry, wonderful woman, and she's also the recipient of the full scholarship to GYYB. Shazam! Love it. Uh, but don't worry, you didn't miss out. If you have, uh, if you entered the competition, you haven't won the full scholarship, but you can still reg- register for GYYB and get yourself uh, $1,197 worth of bonuses if you sign up by Sunday night. Uh, those details are all at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. And spoiler alert, the main gist of the bonuses is lots of one-to-one private coaching time with me. So you get the group program and all the goodies that come with GYYB plus me on your team supporting you uh, with the specifics of um, getting into the detail about your business as well. That time that you get as a bonus, which is the grand's worth of coaching, you can spread that over the six months of the program. So pretty cool. Um, and again, just a reminder for anybody who knows that knows that, that if you're if you know you need to be in growing your yoga biz six, and um, the reality for you is a financial um, grunty in your nadis, money nadis. Do let me know because there is a scholarship, partial two partial scholarship positions available. So that makes the investment half off, either the payment plan or the painful, um, and there available to the people who identify, self-identify as needing them. So email me if you want the details for that, amy at amymcdonald.com.au. We have our orientation call for GYYB next week. It's coming up super fast. So, uh, you know, registrations are still open after the orientation, but it would be better if you could join us live for that. So if you'd have questions, you want to talk to me before you get yourself registered, just reach out. Uh, I always love hearing from you. I've had so many fun conversations with people who um, are interested in signing up it's going to be a great journey people are starting to introduce themselves and get to know each other in our Facebook group right now it's so fun seeing the group come together all right so back to the training for today I'll hand it over to me uh, and Louise talking all things non-social media to spread the word about you your gifts and your yoga business enjoy 
Um, everyone, let me introduce Louise to you. I had the very good fortune of meeting Louise and working with her earlier in the year. I was a guest on um, a live stream event that she ran that, in fact, we've talked about her live stream in this group and as a great way of getting new people uh, to to understand and get to know you a little bit. And uh, one, of, one of the things, well, first of all, one of the things I love about Louise is her energy and um, her positivity, but also one of the things I love about what she teaches and why um, she's here to talk to us is because so much of what we talk about is um, how to refine your Instagram and how to ya 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 on Facebook. Um, and Louise is going to share with us some stuff that is not about social media. So, uh, um, this week I've had a soft block put on my Instagram account because my Instagram people did the wrong thing and so my Instagram is in the middle of quite an important sales period for me. Uh, additionally, my Facebook people that do my Facebook ads are also underwhelming in their results. And so for me, I'm, I'm faced with the reality of, you know what, right now, this week, middle of my uh, pro GYYB program launch, social media is completely unreliable for sales and so I think it's really important for us to remember that there are other ways to do things so Louise I'm so grateful that you're here let me read a little bit of your uh, bio from your website so Louise has spent six years working for a private hospital company that had 37 37 private hospitals wow all of which were small businesses in their own right it was her job to support them with their sales and marketing plans wow that just blows my mind even thinking about a hospital with a sales and marketing plan um, and also to run national marketing campaigns that they could all implement locally. That's interesting. Um, and then she says, you see, marketing can seem pretty complex and there can be so much jargon thrown about. That's true. Online marketing, content marketing, offline marketing, click-through rates, cost per click. Yes, we, we have that sort of bamboozlement conversation quite often. But she says that um, the essence of marketing really comes down to four things. I'm going to read those and then I'm going to throw it open to Louise to go through her presentations. Know your objective, know who you want to sell to, have a message that connects with your audience and reach your audience with your message through the right marketing channels. And that's exactly what she works with people like us to do. Welcome. Thank you. Wow. What an amazing introduction. Thank you. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds amazing when somebody else is reading it. You're like, Wow, she sounds really great. Who is she? I want to meet her. Um, so, <laughs> um, so thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so my experience is I've now got 10 years, a decade's experience in healthcare marketing. So six of those are spent working for a private hospital company and now I help um, small health and wellness businesses, mostly um, they are working in clinics and practices, um, to help them grow their um, with their marketing and grow their client and patient list. So, um, what I'm going to talk about today is three ways to find um, clients outside of social media. So, shall I just share my screen and do it? Okay. And, and, and I think Louise, we haven't talked about this in advance, but I suspect that we might turn this into a podcast. So, for people that are listening. Don't worry, we got you. You, you. you can't see the slides because that's not how ears work, but Louise is going to cover them off for you. Go for it. Cool. Awesome. Um, right. So I will. So if I. So do you, if it's going to be on a podcast, do you want me to like at points when I fumble, do you want me to stop so you can cut it or anything? Or? No, do it. Okay. Cool. Have you ever listened to my podcast? There's no editing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, right. Let's. I'll just share my screen. You can see everything. Right, there we go. Can you see this? Uh huh. Perfecto. Right. Lovely. Let's go to the presentation. So, three ways to find clients outside of social media. So we all love social media and I am no different. I'm there on my phone, scrolling through Facebook and, oh, yeah, my now time to look at Instagram. Oh, I love Insta stories. Let's just see what my favourite gurus are saying. Um, and, um, and it's great. It has so many benefits. You can, it's a great way to connect with people and it's a great way to um, get your voice heard, especially when you're starting out. And yeah, there's so much community on there. Whichever platform you go on, there is a community that you can find and you can join and that you can be a part of. It's also a great way to find people. So you can find other people on there, especially on Twitter. It's a great way to search for other people and to, um, and to connect with kind of influencers and leaders in your field. The advertising is really powerful. Um, Amy just said that hers isn't working as brilliant as it should, but it's it can be incredibly targeted and yes. especially remarketing. Um, yes. it's, it's a really powerful tool. Um, and it's also a way for you to build your own community. So you can be in somebody else's Facebook group, but you can also build your own and build your own community and get your own platform going. So it's a, it is a really powerful tool, but <laughs> haven't we all been there when you're like, Oh, I just, I'm, you know what, I'm going to set up, I'm going to schedule my post for Facebook for this week. And, um, and you go in and you go, oh, look, there's my old school friend from 20 years ago who's been on holiday. Let me just check out her photos. Oh. So look at her photos. And then, like, and then the, the scroll is, you're in. The scroll started. You're now looking at random posts in Facebook groups. And then like, half an hour later, you come up for air and you're like. What just what happened? Again? What was I going to do? <laughs> and then, oh, yes. That was it. I was going to schedule my post. And then you do it. But all that time has passed because you've got sucked into the news feed. And I, it happens to me all the time. And that's what it's there for. It's so clever. It's, you know. Do you know, do you know Louise, I think the other thing on that too is that often it's not just that you look at, you're so nice, I just look at my friend from 20 years ago. I also think that for a lot of us we we get into that compare and despair. Like we start looking at people who have mm. similar businesses and then it brings our energy down. Mm. Oh, she's amazing, and look at me, and, and oh, she's ridiculous. This is, um, so I think it not only sucks your time, but it can also like bring down your vibration. Yeah, it can. It can definitely suck your energy. Yeah, because also a great way of keeping tabs on on your competition and other people that you follow. Mm. Uh, and you know they'll be po- because as a lot of successful people do, they are posting on there frequently. <sighs> and so when you go in there, you are seeing their face frequently and then it's just playing in your mind uh, uh so yeah so there's one there's one pitfall you need a proper strategy as well if you're gonna when you're on social media you can't like spray stuff out there and pray it works you want to have a part of you know thinking about your, what i've what um amy said earlier about your message and who you're targeting and you know you want to be consistent with that the other thing is that especially with um twitter and facebook and instagram like post pass in the like in the blink of an eye like a day's by the end of the day no one's seeing your posts um so you have to keep you have to be on there frequently you have to be posting regularly it's you know it takes time um 
and especially when you're starting out it, and you need, you want to grow your following and you feel like you've not got enough followers and you want to grow your, your you know, your profile, you spend a lot of time connecting and reaching out and being proactive and posting in Facebook groups and posting here and posting there. And it takes a lot of time. It does. Yep. So and I think, I think everybody, hey, Tracy, hey, Lara, I think everybody in this group can totally attest to that for sure. Um, yeah. So we've all, so it's fantastic, but as with anything, there are pitfalls. So what else can you do? Um, the one, this is um, kind of the one thing that I'm going to probably spend a lot of time on um, today is getting media coverage. It's something I've got quite a lot of experience cool. in. I'm also aware that it's something that not a lot of other people have experience in. So, oh, I'm so excited um, about this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so you can get media coverage. You can be featured in your local, in your media. So what is media coverage? So that is... Um, for the purposes of today, we're going to talk about, I'm going to focus on local media because um, particularly if you're running a yoga practice, I hope it's okay, Amy, but you're seeing people face-to-face. So you're having, you're running classes, you're, you're helping local people. Um, and even if they're coming for one-to-ones, there's still going to be a, you know, a boundary from how far people are going to travel to see you. Yep. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to focus on local media coverage. So what can that be? It can be radio, it can be TV, it can be newspapers, it can be magazines, and it can be like local um, like news websites and bloggers. Oh, uh-huh. yep. It doesn't just have to be like your traditional media. It can be, um, there are some communities that have really um, active local websites that have loads of like local information. Yes. Um, so... When thinking about media coverage, it can be tempting to um, dismiss it because, you know, people say things like, oh, no one reads our local paper anymore. Everyone's finding out about this stuff on social media. No one reads our local magazine. No one watches the local news um, uh, because everyone's on on social media. And that is something like, it's like Gary Vee. He always says, no one watches TV ads because everyone's, you know, looking at their phone. But actually, if big brands didn't believe in TV ads and didn't see the return on it, they wouldn't do it. So it's easy for, to watch, you know, a handful of people say, oh, this doesn't work. You know, it's not, it's not worth doing. Um, this is, and there is an audience on there that is reading these newspapers and reading magazines and, you know, listening to the local radio. Totally. So is, um, uh, a, this is some of the information from um, a media pack, which is from my one of like my local magazines. So I live in Surrey in the UK and our kind of glossy magazine is called Surrey Life. There's they're all over the they're all over the country, it's Hampshire Life, Berkshire Life, they're everywhere. And really it's kind of the only local glossy magazine. It's like it's nice. Um, it's a bit like a Sunday paper broadsheet kind of um, audience it would serve. Yep. Um, and if there's a publication that you have in mind that you think would be relevant Google the name of the publication and media pack because in the media pack you will find the information about the audience that um, consumes that publication. So this is what it says about Surrey Life. So it says um, for their readers over, um, so look at the bottom left, you'll see they've had 77,000 readers for three months. So even if you take it at like a one month, that's about 25,000 people and that's a big audience. Like mm. even of face, local Facebook groups, there's not going to be that volume of people. Mm. So there is an audience out there. 
And it says there it says 55,000 monthly website users. Again, these are big numbers. Um, and there's an audience here that you can reach. And if you do all this, if you reach out to these publications yourself um, to be, and what we're going to talk about is media coverage, but it's, um, if you do it yourself, you can do all this for free. Mm-hmm. So there are our agencies and there are PR freelancers who can do this stuff for you, but you can also do it yourself. And it's and you can do it for free. So if you're doing it yourself, it's free stuff. It's free, you know, yeah. it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why do local media relations? So it positions you as an expert. So being, um, cheesy photo. Um, so if you um, are quoted in, a, in an article by a journalist, if you have Q&A, you know, write up in a publication, then you are automatically kind of endorsed by that publication and you get credibility that you don't get otherwise. So, you know, we can all run amazing, you know, we can all try and run amazing Facebook ads and do um, social media posts. But again, at the end of the day, it's us saying, I'm credible, I know what I'm doing, come and see me. But if a third party, like a newspaper or a magazine or a radio station endorses you as an expert it gives you credibility that you don't otherwise get um as i've just said it enables you to reach a new audience that you might not reach otherwise and this is a great one you can recycle this content for other marketing tactics so if you get published um in an article in your local media so it may just be that they are doing you know a journalist might be writing a story about local health retreats for example and you could talk about uh uh you know your classes and it they might just give you a small piece you know Amy mcdonald runs you know classes in wherever and this is what she in you and you put your quote is saying oh you know i really enjoy being in the like you know running classes in the local area it's great being part of the community and it helps people you know they see a real difference in their stress level and they're healthier and they're but, you know, their vitality's got better, et cetera, et cetera. There's all sorts of different things you can say. Uh-huh. Um, even if it's just such a, even if it's just one sentence, then you can see that you've been quoted in that publication and you can put it on your emails, you can put it in your social, you can do social media posts about it, you can post about it in local Facebook groups, you can say, oh my goodness, uh, you know, did anyone see this, this edition of Sorry Life? I, you know, I was in the article on such and such. Totally. Uh, I'm just on that, Louise, one of my private clients, Greg, he um, was local, it was Men's Health Week a couple of weeks ago here, and he teaches yoga for men, and he was interviewed on the uh, local news, on TV, and in conjunction with a very well-known, I think, psychologist, so great imprimatur. He was also then interviewed on local radio, and he's been reusing that stuff in his social media. Like the, the video that he's got of him being interviewed on the TV, it's got the win news or whatever down the bottom, so it looks legit. So people are going to click on that when they see it in their feed. So I, I think this is really important. It happens once, but you can repurpose it, and it, and it gives you – credibility in different ways because of mm. the platform. Yeah. Yeah. I he, recommend- had, he had lots of people uh, find him that way and come to his intro class because of that exposure. And it didn't cost him anything and it didn't take much. He just got on the phone and got himself invited. <laughs> what he could also do is take a still, a still photo of the, of like that with the, with yes. the brownie I mean, use it in a Facebook ad. Um, I think he might have even boosted the video, but yeah, totally. Yeah. 
So good. So good. Um, and of course, you can put it on your website. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So, what do you hope to achieve? So, these are the benefits of doing media coverage and being featured by the media. So, customer and staff engagement. So, your, your clients could, will, may well see you and go, oh, well, I saw you on such and such, like Greg. Hi, Greg, I saw you on the thing. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that makes them feel good because they feel good about, you know, what you've done and, you know, you know building up that positive energy. Um, if you have, a, if you have, a, if you have a, a team or any people that you work with as well, it's great for them to see that you're being proactive and that you uh, value the job that you're all doing and that you're putting yourself out there. It's really good for that. Um, brand awareness. Brand awareness, it's, it's really hard to measure. Um, massive company, you know, global brands will measure brand awareness, but small businesses like us, we're not going to be measuring brand awareness. But Seth Godin, um, I heard him say once that just because you can measure something doesn't mean you should do it. And just because you can't measure something doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. That's good. So um, if you are doing, like, getting media coverage as part of a overall strategy that involves other marketing tactics then that absolutely gives you like another layer to what you're doing if it's the only thing you're doing and you're just getting small mentions here and there it's probably not going to add up to much but if you do it as part of a bigger piece then that's absolutely worth doing and I and and I think there's also something about there's like a legacy to that too Louise like people will say oh I saw you in or I heard you on someone's podcast from like a year ago. Like I think that there's like a long tail from a sales perspective on someone could pick up that Surrey magazine like mm. quite a while later and it's still current, whereas it's gone if you've posted it on social. Yeah. That's what like doctor surgeries are great for, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old magazine. Actually, I did see... Um, uh on that i was in the dentist the other week and there was an article and i took a there was a group um like a sociable thing that i'd never heard of you know where like people meet up and do groups and stuff and i was like oh i've not heard of this so i took a photo of it and then i looked it up when i got home so it does you know yeah it works does work um but really what we're all wanting to achieve with our marketing is inquiries and sales we all want to come in and we want to help more people so when you're thinking about approaching a journalist, um, then it's important to think about what makes a story because if you, some things make a story and some things don't. Um, so this is my list of things that make a story. Um, so it needs to be topical. So is there something going on in the news at the moment that you can, you know, that's part of what that's part of your sphere and that you can talk about. Yep. It's relevant to their readers. Is it relevant to the people who watch the program? I mean, you see your local business and it's a local audience, that's enough of a relevancy. Oh. Um, is it unusual? Is it something different? You can't um, saying that you have classes at half past seven on a Wednesday at the town hall. It's awesome and no. <laughs> it's great, it's great, it, absolutely, it's brilliant. And you've and it's brilliant. But for journalists, and I and um, human interest, like stories, all of, if you look through your newspapers, magazines, 
web news websites, pe- you know, stories about people. We all love reading about people, especially um, uh, like those magazines where they show transformation. So people who have gone from A oh, to B. Yes. Before and afters, uh, yes. Yeah, before and afters, yeah. Um, and another thing that journalists like, which I'm sure won't happen to any of you, is trouble. So when things go wrong. So um, in my previous company, I used to do all the crisis PR. So when if something happened in a hospital that went wrong and the patient went to the press, um, then I got the phone call from the journalist saying, oh, I hear that this has happened. And you're like, all oh, right, OK. <laughs> um, so, yes, there's a lot of trouble. Oh, aren't um, we all glad that we don't have our corporate jobs anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had to be on call. I was on call 24-7. So if, like, if oh. I would have to take the call. Um, yeah. So this is just an example of, um, so this is the BBC News website. And just, go, oh, actually, just to, just to point out, if you look at the first letters of everything it said, if you go down, it says truth. Um, so I've, I've mixed up trouble and human interest so it doesn't spell truth <laughs> can't spell <laughs> well I, I, you, you, it's 6am for me I was on I was on board with you you didn't have to just <laughs> <that>. <laughs> it's a Sanskrit word yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> go on I was um, seeing what William says about what he would do if his child was gay anyway yeah he said he said he said he'd support them. See, no. <laughs> So you'll see that what I've just gone through um, appears at least three or four of those, most likely five on on a national website like this, will have have others. So the first one is it's an awful, awful story about a man who was stabbed to death on a train. So so that's topical. Like, yeah. So it's relevant. It's like relevant to the readership because we all take it's topical because knife crime. That's what I was thinking about. It's topical because knife crime is a really hot topic at the moment. Oh. It, it feels like it's increasing and it's it's awful. Um, it's relevant oh. to the readership because we all we, it's something that we would all be fearful of, and we all take trains. Like we all, all of us have gone on a train at some point, and a lot of people commute. Um, it's unusual. Thank God that doesn't happen every day. Human interest, people involved, and it's trouble. Like it's used. so that covers all of those, um, and then things like Prince William. Again, a lot of things that he would say would be of interest because of who he is. Um, and this is particularly interesting because it's something that has never been said by a member of the royal family before. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, Paris heat wave again, unusual. Like having forty degree heat doesn't happen very often. It's like a, it's just a Monday in Australia, but. Um, um, so yeah, so just like you'll see when you look through your local magazines and papers, what and you if you watch the news or listen to the radio, you'll see that that these things will appear in a lot of the stories. Yeah. So if you are thinking right, okay, okay great, I'd really like some media coverage. What can you pitch to a journalist? So there are two ways of getting media coverage. This is one of them where you approach them with a story and with an angle with something that you would like. Um, so you can go forward with a press release. So this is what we used to do a lot of. We used to write a press release that is like um, a story, basically an article that you would write up and send to the journalist. And then they would lift out the bits that they want and use any photos that you, that you would send as well. Yeah. And if they want more information, then they would give you a call and just find out a bit more about it. 
So, um, yeah, so that's what we would do a lot of. You can also just sort of... Sorry, I say on that one, Louise, just for, um, mm-hmm. for things like local, small local newspapers, press releases work really well. If you can address those uh, five things that Louise said, folks, and you've got a great photo, you've all had photo shoots, you've all got good quality pictures and you can be available if they want to come out on site and take another picture... You'll be surprised how easy it is to get an article in the local paper, which they'll also run on their website. So it's totally totally a thing that you should be doing. Yeah. Press release is a bread and butter for uh, for local journalists. And um, if you put in your subject line that you are a local business, then that will will kind of put you through. um, More likely to be featured. I did... um, in my previous job, I did a. We used to run training for the for the hospital marketing teams, and I did one with a um, uh, with a guy who was responsible for several local newspapers in London. And he basically said he got about nine hundred press releases a day. So his Whoa. finger, like horrendous. His finger was just like hovering over the delete button, waiting for something to come through. And most of what he got was rubbish because it's just PR agencies who are saying to their clients. I can pitch you to 100 publications and they just spam 100 publications and hope that one... I get those. Yeah. Um, and um, and so, so it's really important that you capture like early on in your subject line and in your like, in, um, in your heading and in your opening paragraph that you, are, that you are a local business and so you therefore you are relevant to their readers. So you would say, so I would say, so I live in Cambly in Surrey, so I would say, uh, local, like Camberley, local business. Um, God, no, I can't think of anything. But but blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I think you know the like I said, I, I get heaps of people wanting to be on my podcast. So essentially, they're sending me press releases, and it's always what they're telling me is I've got something really interesting to talk about, and then I want to sell my thing. But it's like, well, how is that useful for me and my listeners? I think that point you make about it's got to be relevant to the audience like is it topical sure is it good for their business yes but is it good for my listeners not so much delete so I think like how making the hook so that it makes sense that someone's actually going to want to take that information in is critical Hmm. um yes um but if you don't feel um what I would also do is I've not got I've not got an example in this presentation of an of a press release so just go. I would yeah. just to start with. I would just Google press release, and you'll be able to see templates and things of what you could do. If you can't find anything, like my contact details at the end, drop me a line, and I can absolutely help you with that. Yes, do that. Um, um, you can. You can also just put yourself forward as an expert on a particular topic. So if you are, you know, you're the yoga expert, or you're the health and wellness local expert, yeah. you can put yourself forward um, and say, look, you know, I see that you. You can find the con- just find the email address of the person of the journalist who seems to cover health, um, and just put yourself forward. Just send them a pitch saying, you know, I can talk on this, that, and the other. These are my topics of interest. And if you look, um, if you need a comment on it, or if you're looking for some background information, or you're just doing some research, then we oh. a chat, and we can, and I can help you. Cool. Um, you can also do something called newsjacking. So this is where you piggyback on the back of um, a topical news story. So if there is, say, a um, report that comes out that says that 
you know, people in their 50s are really struggling with stress because they're the sandwich generation because they've got only parents and they've got teenage kids and um, and they're just, you know, they just feel that they're being pulled at both ends and they've got no time for themselves. Then you could use Jack on to that and say that, you know, you help, you've got some clients who are in their 50s and have found that just like a one hour a week yoga practice is really helping them with their stress levels and can um, help get their balance back into their life and give them just time for themselves, even if it's just one or two hours a week, then you can, you can just write up a few sentences, a short paragraph and send it to um, journalists who are writing about the story. And you can do this nationally. It doesn't have to be like, I've been talking about local press. You don't have to do that. You can send that to like any, any journalist that you see is writing about this report. It's made up report, but um yeah, you can you can do that. Hmm. Um, you can also invite them along to an event. So we used to do this in my previous job. We would invite them. We would host um, open evenings, and we invited local journalists to come along and speak. You know, come along to the event, you know, meet the consultant, and you know, find out a bit about what the hospital was doing, and they would write a little story about it. So you can invite them along to an introductory class or whatever you want. You know, it doesn't have to be. Um, you approach, you know, you like pitching them with a written content. You can just invite them along and see what they think. Mm. Um, and that one works uh, well, particularly for sort of novel classes and events. I'm thinking about um, yeah. one of my clients is doing a toga yoga. Brilliant! Not because she's awesome. into toga yoga, but because of the exposure, people will see it. It's yeah. being promoted. People are coming to talk about it. Yeah, novel things work well for, to to invite yeah. them along yeah. in the class. They do work really well. So I was, um, when I was researching this the other day, this presentation, I obviously like Googled, like Googled yoga in the news and there was some like dog yoga. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're thinking of pitching to your um, local media, what can you talk about? So I've said you need to have things that are different and unusual. Um, if you, you know, Opening a new class, I'm going to cut it. Um, if you spent ages building your website and you're really proud of it, that's not interesting enough, I'm afraid. I'm really sorry. <laughs> uh, but I know it's like, ooh, I, it take, these, this stuff takes ages, and you're like, damn it, I'm so proud of that. I want to tell everyone. <laughs> this is as good as Prince William and Gayness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better. <laughs> um so so but there is a lot of other hooks that you can use to um uh to approach your media like, like to come up and think of stories so health weeks and events we used to do this all the time in my old job and i um i saw that when there was an international yoga day recently yeah yep yep um, so like the ship has sailed on that one but there'll be but you, like next year you'll be totally all over it um just even saying, um, in light of, you know, this, you know, whatever it was, I think, was it June the 20th or something? 21st. June the 21st. Perfect. I said summer solstice. Yeah. Um, so celebrating, you know, this year's uh, International Yoga Day on June the 21st, uh, local um, yoga practitioner Louise is hosting a special event about... Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's something special about whatever your, your yoga is or a new thing that you might be doing. Um, and that could well be enough to get published. Wow. 
Um, we used to do that. We used to say, you know, there'd be back pain events, there'd be um, like breast cancer awareness month, there would be like Movember, um, all sorts of things that we would piggyback on the back of and say um, local cardiac um, consultant is giving a talk about blah, blah, in light of, you know, and this relates really well to heart aware, you know. Yeah. Venice month, blah, blah. Yeah. So that can work really well. Um, anniversaries and statistics. You, um, if you have, if you've been in business for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, however long, then take a photo of you and your clients. Wow. Maybe holding some champagne or if you have a team you and your team and your and or your clients um and businesses love happy stories about businesses doing well and everyone's celebrating so do a photo and say that you're celebrating you know this is your 10th year in business and you've become an integral part of the community and we love helping people we've, we've helped people from grandmas to teenagers and um, we're thrilled to be celebrating our 10th year in business. So for on that one, I'm just thinking, Lara, I'm just thinking of you. So Lara's doing this um, big uh, build at her house to create a beautiful yoga space and some accommodation. So the o- grand opening of that? Would yeah, make- absolutely. Definitely, yes. Okay. Cool. Um, Statistics as well. They love, journalists love statistics. So if you have any data about, um, and this may be like, I'm trying to think about what kind of data a yoga practice may have, but what what we would, what we used to do would be, um, for example, we would show that year on year there had been a 10% increase in the number of people um, asking about rhinoplasty, so getting their nose, getting a nose job, or that maybe say so that, but that, and uh, but this would also, you know, this data, this data would be interesting because it's, you know, show it all sports do. injuries or yeah, or Tracy yeah. works with some special needs folks. It could be about something related to that stuff. Mm-hmm. How it helps so, new research. Yeah. So if you have any data, that can be re- that can be really interesting. The I, the one thing I would caveat is that we would never give the actual numbers because then your competitors would know your numbers. We would just show percentage changes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but it's up to you. If you want to release numbers, then you absolutely can release numbers. Um, news jacket again, piggybacking on the back of um, stories that are relevant to you and your sphere, then you can absolutely do that. Oh, and awards nominations and wins. Shortlisted for an award, um, like, and a lot of awards will happily shortlist you. But obviously, there's only going to be one winner. But even if you get shortlisted, then you can do a press release about that and say local businesses have got shortlisted. And I've got an example of that um, coming up. Do you know that one? That one. I, I go to this guy, this big like rah rah coach kind of. You know, you probably go to these boys like the, the rooms full of people and the big music and everyone's like, yeah, I'm gonna make a million dollars overnight. And he gets up on, st- you know, that guy, and he's always like voted, voted, nominated Australian of the Year and nominated. He nominated himself, and it, every yeah. time he does a presentation, he's like, oh, nominated. He didn't win, and he did his own nomination. I think this is a really important, like women in business, we should be nominating ourselves for all of this stuff so that we can talk about it. There's loads of awards as well that you can put yourself forward. There'll be, yeah. like, there'll be health awards, yeah. there'll be wealth 
there'll be Mumpreneur Awards, there'll be Entrepreneur Awards, <laughs> there'll be, you know, Local Business Awards, Surrey Awards, UK Awards. Totally. There's- I think we need to, like, put ourselves into that space a bit more. Just because you just because you have a little office that might look like your kitchen table doesn't mean you're not worthy of, you know, you're changing people's lives, you're making money, you're reinvesting in the community. You should nominate mm. yourself for awards. Absolutely, yeah. And it may be that, um, so for example, there is um, there's an app here called, it's slightly relevant, but there's an app here called Hoop, which is for um, that, uh, has like children's groups on it. So if you're like looking for mother and baby groups to go to or like children activities and they have their own awards. So it may just be that maybe you're on an app or maybe you're on a website, that <laughs> lists a directory think, website yeah. and they may have their own awards. They're totally, uh, Bumble has awards. That might, might not be the right one to get nominated for. <laughs> it's not, it's the dating one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to have that on my website. Winner of the Bumble Women of Bumble Award. <laughs> I don't know what you have to do to qualify. I don't know. <laughs> ah, I, sorry. Go on. Go on with your professional presentation. Okay. Um, so here are a few. Um, I don't know if you like. I don't know how this um, this uh, slide deck gets shared or anything. Obviously, that first. URL is just so horrendously long. <laughs> um, don't even try writing that one down. But um, there are several. There are so many websites that list all these health weeks and events and things that you can piggyback off, um, piggyback onto. Um, the other thing to be aware of as well with a lot of these events, especially like the bigger health events like breast cancer awareness and I'm sure like International Yoga Day and things like that. If you look them up and go to their website, they will have. Um, like media information, a lot of them have press release templates that you can just take and put your own information in. Um, they will, a lot of them will, will provide you with content that you can put on your social media and that you can just edit yourself. Because they, they want this to go as far as it can and they will give you templates and tools that you can take and use yourself. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so if there's some there, some health events and weeks that you think are relevant to you, look them up because they may, may well have a lot of tools and things that you can use. Mm-hmm. Smart one. Um, so this just kind of, there's all sorts of like blueberry day and whatnot. There's all with, so it's all sorts of stuff. Um, <coughs> so, um, so that's what we covered so far is pitching. So that's you being proactive, you contacting the journalist and saying, I've got a story, I've got something interesting for you. Yep. Um, how you do it, um, you put forward, you can send your press release and you can chat to them and then you just wait for your story to appear. Sometimes it, they can chat to you and then it won't appear. It's a bit, can be a bit hit and miss, um, but sometimes you will be. Yeah. Um, here's some examples. So as I said before, so this one uh, lady is in uh, Daventry and she was shortlisted on, there's a website called Muddy Stilettos over here and she was shortlisted for their awards, for their local awards. And she just did a press release about it. And then I, I said, this would be her living room, um, this photo. Hmm. Um, so it doesn't have to be fancy. And, um, and Tracy will, and will attest, like, that. That's I don't know what that is, but that's some rib shearing right there. Like, hello, turn your abs. <laughs> <laughs> Retracting the presto scapula, honey. Come on now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Sarah agrees with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much inner body right, Sarah, and not quite enough. I forget the other <laughs> So it's perfect for advertising to her. This is what's interesting. Like if you think about that photograph, she's not advertising to us yoga nerds because we look at that and go, mm. whoa, hang on, do this, do that, do that. We want to correct her. She's advertising to people who are like, wow, she looks fit and toned and healthy and happy. I want to go to her class. Sarah Bow mm. says, no, Maze would pass out if he saw that pose. <laughs> yeah. But like it's, this is about what you were saying earlier, Louise. The, it's not just the copy that has to be relevant to the reader, it's the image as well. And this picture is great mm. for her audience. Mm. We're not her audience. Mm. Yeah. If, you, if you're sending, whenever you send something, if you're sending a press release, send a photo. Yeah, cool. Get part of what you do. Um, this is one that uh, piggybacked on the back of International Yoga Day. Oh. So um, they were doing free tasting sessions across the county. So if you were like, what you could be is you could be a local, you could be a yoga practitioner who comes together with a load of other yoga teachers, and you could easily do, you could do this press release yourself next year. Totally, and in, and again on that, I mean that's a shitty picture. It's a terrible picture, yeah. but it's good enough to get published. Mm. So this is the thing about done is better than perfect like get it out there mm. um and then because amy's australian i i found one in australia so um this is about um this is this is less a press release this is more a q a this this article um it's in uh about excuse me it's the local paper has got a job section and they've done a Q&A with her as a local business about her perspective on building a business and employing a team and all that comes with that. Cool. So it's not yoga, you know, specific, uh, but it is about her as a yoga business owner. Yeah, and so now she can have on her website as seen in the advertiser. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice one. Um, so there are other ways to get media coverage. So you, that, what I've covered so far is pitching yourself and putting yourself forward. So that's where you're in control of the story and you decide what you want to promote. There are other ways that you can also get media coverage without pitching. So Twitter is one. So um, there is a hashtag called hashtag journal request. There may also be hashtag PR request, PR for public relations. Um, and if a journalist is writing a story, they will often be looking for comment and expert opinion on what their topic is. They do not know everything that they're writing about. They do not know everyone who has um, information about what they're writing about. So they will often go to Twitter and say, hashtag Jenna request, I'm writing a story about blah, blah, blah. About health and wellness retreats in the UK and I need to find out, you know, can anyone talk to me about this? They, have so, hash- they use it on Instagram as well. I'm just checking. So you can <clears throat> maybe search on Insta as well if you're not a Twitter user. Mm. So I did this yesterday and I did Jenna uh, uh, Request uh, Yoga. It'll be relevant for you guys. Because um, if you just do Jenna Request, you'll see just right, like uh, everything. Um, and there were three people writing stories yesterday that mentioned yoga. So, um, so there's the first one there. Do you, do you do something extreme a fortnight after having a baby, jump out of a plane, run a marathon, teach a yoga class? The child must be under four and you must be available for a shoot this weekend. So this is going in the sun. So that's a tabloid newspaper. Cool. It's like, 
yeah so it's not like the highest um like credibility um, publication but it's a massive like it's millions of people reading that um hopefully it would be the only way that any of us here would get in it so you know (laughs) (laughs) um uh, so then there's another one there. I'm working on a piece about how alternative therapy and pharmaceuticals can work together to benefit mental health and wanted to speak to anyone who felt that therapies like yoga benefited them alongside medicinal health. So it may be that you have a client who yeah. fit this story. Yeah. Um, uh, and that one, the last one, looking to hear from yogis who are doing a little bit extra for their community slash the world. Cool. So... Um, and that was that was three from yesterday. So this is something that crops up fairly. Like there is, I, and then I went down. So three days, quite a lot for like people are like writing about yoga. So it's usually about one a day. But there are journalists out there writing stories about yoga where they need to speak to an expert. Um, and that expert could be you. Um, so what you would do is you just reply to that and say hi. You know, happy to talk about this, or I can. You know, I've got experience of that, or this has happened to me. Um, and then you can just chat to them. And Love it. Yeah, Sarah, they, they do seem to have that hashtag on Instagram, but it doesn't seem, I'm just having a quick look at it then and it doesn't seem to be working. Like I would go here, even if, so say for example, even if you don't tweet or use Twitter much, you probably have an account. You can still use it to connect with people. Mm. So I'd, I'd, I think this is the place to look. Um, so I suspect I've lost everyone for five minutes while they all go off to Twitter and they're <laughs> hashtag to general request. Um, so, yeah, so there are opportunities out there. there. So this is one way that journalists look for stories. There are also um, uh, websites that they use where they will specifically say, I'm writing a story on, health, you know, health and wellness retreats, yoga retreats, or whatever the story is. Um, and you can pay to be a part of this. I think some of them give free trials as well, so you can try for a couple of weeks and see what see what cool. you get. Cool. So this is the one that we use in the UK. This is called Response Source. Um, then there's um, this is quite a well-known one in the US. Help a reporter out. So this is where journalists are going on there. Same thing. Um, and I did look for one in Australia. It's called Source Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not going to take that as a cultural slur. <laughs> <laughs> um, or so there are websites lying on its side in the logo. <laughs> I've done everything. I've drunk it. Help me. <laughs> Where's the story? I need my story. So, um, yeah, so there are websites out there where journalists are posting, I need help. I need some information. It may be that you just give some background information, but once they've got that, once you've got that contact with you, then um, then you may well be, you know, you'll be on their file and next time they're writing a story about yoga, then they will come to you and ask you for your opinion. Um, Susan, Susan says she uses Twitter a lot. Susan's in Florida, but her business, people could come from anywhere to join her online or come to her retreats. So, Susan, if you're on there, like I would be checking this hashtag regularly and, and seeing if you can get yourself quoted and things. If, if you're a Twitter user, for sure. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, cool. what I'm talking about here is getting yourself featured in the media. So, it can be when you are interviewed on the radio. 
you could be, there might be local phone-in shows that you could be, that you could put yourself forward for, there would be talking about topics. It may just be that you could write up your own story, your own history of how you've got to where you are and what prompted you to become a yoga instructor. Mm. Um, and you could send that, that off to your local radio station. I've heard people getting um, interviewed on the radio because of that and, and people then calling up and saying, I want to become your client. Um, you could be um, put yourself forward to be interviewed on the television, um, with big thing about interviews, especially live ones on radio and TV, what I would say is, oh my god, I've only got eight minutes left. I've got two more to do. Um, this has uh, been awesome so far. <laughs> I've only got one. Um, is to um, have three key messages. So prepare. Okay. If you're being interviewed, and Amy's probably done this on if she's been like being interviewed on podcasts, is to think about what your three key messages are that you want to get across. So it may be that your first one is, I'm a, I'm a local yoga teacher and I teach a particular type of yoga. It might be that my, um, uh, I really love what I do because I love seeing the difference it makes to people's lives and, you know, how it helps their bodies and their fitness and their stress and et cetera. And, you know, I really enjoy teaching in my local area in Camberley because, um, you know, we have a really great community here and I really like being part of it. Yeah. And then, those are your three key messages and you want to make sure that whatever question they ask that you can try and segue at least one of your key messages into that answer and if you throughout the whole interview get all three across that's amazing if you get halfway through the interview and you've got all three across go back to the beginning and start again um just repeat your um key messages and part as part of your answers yeah cool you know, it dawns on me too that if you think about that, how people like a before and after, for the women that are here, classic before and after from a human interest perspective is like for Beth, I used to be an actress and now I teach yoga lattes. And like the, I used to whatever and now I do blah. I, you know, yeah. Tracy was in IT. Like people, I used to manage a landfill and now I sit at home and teach people about yoga. Like that's a, that's a good one too yeah. probably. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Those sorts of human interest stories before and afters, they love. Because that's a real massive transformation. (laughs) If I was an actor and I'm an actor doing plays. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's a massive sea change. So yeah, definitely. Just write up your own story. Okay, stop interrupting. So for my last five minutes, I'm going to cover my next two things. Um, <laughs> it's not as long as this. I knew I would spend a lot of time on this because I know that it's um, like a lot to learn. So, yeah, so um, um, I was saying about TV and radio. Um, so, yeah, getting media coverage. So in, an, in a newspaper or a magazine, it might be that you are quoted as part of a bigger piece about health and wellness or about local yoga classes or whatever the, the article is. It might be that they do a um, specific feature about um, about you and your transformation. It could be that they do a feature about one of your clients who's seen a massive transformation um, and the change that's happened to them and where you are also mentioned. So there are lots of different ways that you can get mentioned and featured by the media. Um, and you can pitch them as well. I've done that. I did, um, um, I pitched 10 ideas for um, features or articles I thought would be interesting in a trade magazine. So like, like, it could be like a national magazine, like women's health, men's health. There's massive fitness, health and magazines. You can pitch them saying, oh, you know, I, love, I really like reading. I'm a regular reader. I really like reading what you do. Here are 10 articles that I think would be, could be really interesting. Um, and I did that with like no mm. expectations. And they replied back saying, this is amazing. Thank you so much for this. We've never had this before. Would you like to meet for a coffee? And yeah. so I met 
coffee with a journalist and then a month later they said oh we're going to do one of your ideas would you like to be interviewed for it and then I was um then like like quoted in the piece so there are all sorts of different ways that you can approach the media and I think uh, just thinking about um Sarah and what you're working on I think that in in part of your journey to position yourself as like the go-to person nationally this is really that sort of thing is a great approach really great approach um so yeah so that's one right two and a half minutes on the next two I'm so sorry for running over it's an awful I was expecting that one to take half an hour so I think um, we're all here and loving it so you know have at it this is so super useful um so another one that you can do is partnerships and collaboration so um what can this look like so I have met Amy through collaborating um if I hadn't done the um health and wellness business accelerator I would not have met Amy and I wouldn't be here um so um so partner you can partner up with other businesses and um, and collaborate together because there's more like there's more power when you're working together than there is if you're on your own. So what can that what can that look like? So you can partner with a complementary service. So you could do um, something with like a beauty therapist if you're doing like the wellness kind of sphere. It could be that you do like a health and wellness event. So you could do an event where you, there's you doing yoga, there's somebody doing reiki, there's somebody doing massage, there's somebody doing um, like um, a beauty therapist, it could be somebody doing makeup, it could be all sorts of different ways, you know, it's a broad umbrella and lots of things fall under it. Oh. Um, so you could easily run an evening in um, a local town hall, church, wherever, and um, and all club together and you'll all promote it to your own email list and your own client list and you'll put it on all your websites and you'll put it on social media and um and you can promote there's all sorts of other ways you can do a door drop you can put it in the local media um promote this event and that's a really good way to kind of get a brand new audience especially when you um yeah. if other people have got a have got a client list that they then promote to yeah. and that then you're drawing from their client list and they're coming in that way um you could just partner with um so like, well, so for example we'll go with a massage therapist so you could just partner with a massage therapist and you could say, um, you could say, oh, I see you have a regular blog. Would you like, do you accept guest blogs? Can I do, I could do a guest post on, you know, how, you know, yoga complements massage or, you know, it helps you, it's another thing you can do to de-stress. Um, all sorts of different angles that you could come up with. You could pitch them before. Um, you could just say, do you want to partner up for an, an I, you know, I'll promote you on my social media and in return you could promote me. You could just post about each other on social media. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be an event. It could just be cross-promoting on your social media or your email list um, or on each other's websites, like, yeah, like blogging. So there are lots of different ways that you can um, that you can partner with people. You could do it on, on a, an event online. Um, That's what I was thinking. Like for Susan, Susan's g- getting very successful at doing uh, virtual retreats on Facebook. So you could have a, wow. like you could co-teach something on, so even you could multi-stream it or you could, Susan hosts someone and then a month later, Susan's hosted by someone, for example. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
And as another way, another partner kind of way of kind of partnering would be to approach a local blogger. So there may be someone, there'll be lots of people, there's probably several people in your local area who have their own local blogs. Yeah. Um, so it could be like a, a, a popular one, particularly though, I suppose it comes to mind for me is that mums, yes. um, like mums blogs. Um, and um, you can approach them and ask them if they would be interested in working with you. Um, they will ex- They will most likely, if they are a big blog, they will expect stuff for free. In some cases, if they're really big, they will expect to be paid. Um, but um, you could just ask them, you, if, if they're smaller and it's just in your local, you know, they, their readership's in, their, in your local area, then it may be that they just want a free class and a free, or a free instructor class or a free course of classes. Um, and then... Once they've done that, they can then write up their experience about what classes are like and working with you. And then they should, obviously, they'll put that on their website and then they'll send it out to their email list as well. And it's a great way of kind of piggybacking on back of their audience and get yourself known to their audience. Mm. Um, but yeah, have a chat with, you know, have a chat with them and see what, um, see what they would like and what you're happy to give. And if you feel it's worth it, you want to find out kind of what their website you know how many visits after their website you want to know their email list size you want to know their open rate for their emails as well um and see and then decide if it's something that you think would benefit you mm. uh, done number two now on to number three these are much quicker um run your own event so events again are an, a, a good one and i just i suspect this is probably something you're very well aware of um so you can run your own event. You could run a one-off event on a weekend. You could do. Um, you could, could try and do an event in a different area. Um, you can run your own event. So you open yourself up to a new audience and promote the event that you are running. Totally. So you could do it with a. You could do leaflets through doors. So we I, over here we call that a door drop. You do it through Facebook ads. You can post in local Facebook groups. Um, you can obviously post all over your social media. You can ask your current clients to bring a friend, to refer, you know, to promote you on their behalf, you know, yeah. share, the, share the information, share the info about the event. Um, so, yeah, so events are a good way to kind of get people through the door who wouldn't otherwise come. So it may be that you offer a free class or half price or however you want to run it, whatever you feel comfortable, whether you want to do it as a loss leader or cut or, you know, break even or whatever. Mm. Um, Love it. Then, and it ties like you do and you do the press release for the event so everything you taught us about press releases come and try mm-hmm. yoga in the park gets mm-hmm. to be something interesting for let's Absolutely. get Surrey's biggest yoga in the park day happening everyone something yeah yeah great that's a great one Absolutely. So, they, so you can run your own event but then also you can also go to a local group so there'll be lots of um, groups in your local community that are already established and have got uh, very active members so um one that comes to mind for me would be the wi um they meet every month and they're always looking for speakers and people who can um be do something interesting at their group there's another one over here called um spice which is like um it's a social group it's just a social group where people meet up and they do things together um and you can also have a look at meetup.com and yep. see what people are doing and see what local groups are in your area. And you can put yourself forward and say, you know, I'm a local, I'm a local yoga teacher and I would love to run an evening for you where we did, you know, where we did a half an hour class or whatever. 
Um, and we do like some easy poses. Don't want them to like freak out that they need to bring them like lycra and a mat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can just put yourself forward to local groups where they've already got an audience and you can get yourself in front of them that way. I love that. And I wonder, just thinking, like Laura has um, recently comped out some places on a um, intensive program that she's offering. I'm wondering, if Laura, if that would be something that you could ask to speak at an event for one of those groups or get in front of them as a way to sort of, I don't know, energy trade maybe, ask them. Sorry, Louise, I did it again. I can't help myself. It's okay. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, so it's in summary, kind of three ways that you can um, get clients without having to rely on social media. So you can get media, you can get covered in the media, you can collaborate with other people and you can run events. That's so good. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> ladies, um, Louise, could we just maybe have another five or so minutes of your time just so that we can... Of course, absolutely, Yes. It's so rare that we get almost everybody here on the course and everybody's stayed around, so I think they're loving it as much as me. Ladies, if you have questions, um, just unmute yourself and ask, um, Louise, from anything that we've covered so far. If you've got a specific, you know, this is obviously she knows heaps of stuff, so um, <clears throat> I think you would be, you should ask a question. I'm also wondering if maybe as a group we should take on a challenge to get ourselves in the media in a, in a certain period of time and see who gets, like, the best thing written about them somewhere. Wow. Um, so, well, how much time do you think we need? To, like, I want it to be lean and powerful, Louise. How much time do you think we should set for the challenge? Oh, it depends. Like, this is a hard one because um, if you want to be quick, then I would go on a hashtag Jenna request and just okay. respond to what this is writing about. So how because long should we set each other for, like, who gets the best media coverage in the next, what, Two weeks, week. What are we? What are we? Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. two. I would. Yeah, I'd say two weeks. Because if there's like a ripple, one, one request a day, it's not that you know it might not be relevant to you. Okay. Then, um, yeah. Because otherwise, often with like the other thing to think about, which I forgot to say, is that lead time. So, ah, uh, uh, so publications will will often have prepared their features list like months in advance. Yeah. And um, so, for example, probably next month, a lot of publications will be starting to do Christmas things so I can prepare for Christmas. Holy smokes. Um, so think about, so it may be that they're researching a story now, but you might not get published for another two months. Or it might be that you put, especially if it's a monthly publication, like there's like um, men's health, like women's fitness, or those sorts of like big publications. Um yeah, so you might not see yourself for months. Um, and another thing to be aware of is that if you're going to approach a journalist, do it in the morning, because especially if they're a daily publication, they will be going to, their deadline will be usually about three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. And so you call them at three in the afternoon, so oh, I've got this really interesting thing for you. They'll be like, uh, not right now. Like, so um, in the morning, go before like nine, between nine and 10 o'clock, I would say. Susan says, Susan says we need two weeks at least for our competition. We, that's it. It's two weeks. That's what it is. Um, Sarah wants to know about free magazines. They were sending to. Yes, Sarah, I think the message is like have all over it. Um, Lara says that local parish magazines work well. So that might be similar to that Surrey Life magazine that you were talking about, Louise. Yeah, they can do. Like uh, some of these things have really loyal readers and mm-hmm. people are interested in finding out like what's happening Um 
like what's changed from the last edition. So, yeah. Oh, Sarah's a reader of it. There you go. You're one of those people, 35 plus, 16 something, 35 <laughs> plus. I was giving away too much. And, uh, last, <laughs> no, I am not, says Sarah. Apologies. Um, any other questions for this amazing, amazing expert that we have this month? Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've just stepped out of the lounge because my son's got the TV on full blast. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, no I, no, I know what it was. It was um, because I do retreat days. Yes. Um, could you? Could I potentially ask a journalist to come along to a retreat day? So give them a free place, get them yes, to come absolutely. along, get yeah. to try to try it. The trouble is with something like that. So say they came along and really hated it, <laughs> <laughs> then they probably just wouldn't run the article. I don't know, Louise. It's not, probably not going to run an article on. All the, the five reasons why you should never go on a one-day yoga retreat with therapy. So I suppose they just wouldn't write about it. If they didn't enjoy it, then they wouldn't, you know, I'm just imagining someone who's never done yoga and then thinks I'm a nutball because I'm doing all this spiritual stuff and then hates it. <laughs> um, I, I think in your, what I would do there is I would research who is writing about yoga and for something like a retreat I, I would probably maybe would go for um you could just ask your local journalist actually and ask them along um and then from there you could build up but I would do some research about what they're kind of how they like to write they kind of if they do critical right, things yeah. you know, it, it is a, there, there is a risk that they could write I had the I had the most hideous time with Sarah Powell on my retreat <laughs> Uh, but I feel I'll the risk. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll. The risk. The risk is low. At least I could do a strong plank. <laughs> <laughs> the, the risk is low. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, I would feel that the risk is low. And to, and to an extent, you'd be able to control like the message. You'd be able to control because you'll be talking to them, and you'll have your key messages about the things that you want to get across. Um, and, and um, I've actually got a retreat day on Tuesday, which isn't full. I have got some places. Is it too late for me to approach? Because I'm really close to you, so I'm um, very near Guildford. Um, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, we're just down the road. So potentially, is it too late to get a journalist along on Tuesday? I would, like, I would ask them anyway, because like, you've, you've got nothing to lose. Because I get the uh, Guildford one through my door and yeah. Surrey Life and yeah okay all right I'm going to do they, that then they might they might not it, they might say it's too short notice we can't make it um, but you've lost nothing by doing it yeah the worst okay is- and I've made and I've made contact as well haven't I they get to know you mm-hmm. yeah okay all right that's super thank you there's probably also an article idea in. Um, just the whole uh, angle of you don't need to spend a week in Spain to go on a yoga retreat. Like yeah. really working the angle yeah. of how, only got a day. Well, you can. Did you know that you can take a retreat? Feel da 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 da, and just yeah, absolutely. That's a great one. You want to come down, Louise? You're very welcome. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> you um, have a free place. <laughs> okay i'll mute myself now so i'll let somebody else have a turn but thank you it's been very useful oh you're welcome you're welcome okay, bye. all right last call ladies uh, i think it's about i don't know what is it like 10 past 10 for you louise yeah it's okay, okay. 
Oh, you're very generous. Last call for questions. <clears throat> Anybody? Look at you all here. It's just fab. So nice to see everybody. Doesn't seem to be any more questions, um, but let's do this before we finish up. And thank Louise. I want to see a yes in the chat if you are down with our challenge. Sarah's already onto it. She knows what she's doing. You have two weeks to get yourself some free publicity using any of the tools and techniques that Louise has shared with us. Um, type a yes into the <laughs> see you Tuesday, Louise. It's I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beth's down. I know, it's hard, isn't it? Coaches are hard. Like I work with a coach and she pushes me and you're like, oh, I don't know comfortable doing this. Do I have to? Yeah. Laura's in. Laura, your space is so beautiful. There's got to be a local human interest story about just the fact that you're doing what you're doing with your beautiful space. Okay, tell us, Louise. Because this training has been so great. And for anybody who's listening to it, tell us, how can we find you and follow you and know more about what you do? Um, so uh, my website is louisemanza.com. Um, if you look at my name, you can see it is spelled a bit, uh, my surname is spelled um, a bit differently. Um, Read it out for us if people are listening. Oh, L-O-U-I-S-E-M-A-N-S-E-R-G-H.com. Bad. Okay. Mm. And can we follow you on the socials? Yes, I'm on Facebook. I'm, oh, you know, I'm really not very good at Facebook. What, what about your Insta? <laughs> <laughs> That's worse. Um, but the place, where, the place where I am most active actually is in my Facebook group. Okay. So it's called The Marketing Hub. Oh. Um, you can find it on Facebook and that's where I help um, health and wellness professionals with marketing tips. So if you can are... Join? Can we just ask to join? Absolutely, yes. Amazing. Um, so yeah, so come and fi- come and find me on there. And if you have any questions, like if you obviously you've got your two week challenge, but come and join. And if you have any questions about um, do I how do I approach or what can I do about getting media coverage? I've got this two week deadline, and I mean to get it done. Um, come and join the group, and I'd be happy to help you. Yeah, so for everyone who's listening to this as a podcast, get in that Facebook group. It's called the Marketing Hub. And, uh, and it's for people like us. So there you have it, folks, just a little bit of what being in the Keep Growing Mastermind is like. And like I said, we have one of those guest expert trainers uh, every month on a different topic. So uh, I hope that was useful. I was really inspired by it, as you could probably tell. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yep, I have the best job in the world, but we know that already. Hey, don't forget, if you are up for GYYB, registrations close soon. Orientation starts next week. And the um, 1200 bucks of coaching and training bonuses also finish up this coming Sunday. So hit me up if you have any questions, amy at amymcdonald.com.au. Otherwise, see you all again soon. Take care. Bye. Feeling inspired, ready to grow your own yoga business? If you're ready to share your yoga with the people who really need what you have to offer, growing your yoga business with more ease, flow, abundance, and support, check out my six-month yoga business training program, Growing Your Yoga Biz, at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growingyouryogabiz. Enrollments are open right now. Namaste. Namaste.